Welcome back to the Trinity League Football Podcast. I am Dan Albano with the Orange County Register and OCVarsity.com. And it's time to talk about the Trinity League teams in the high school football playoffs for 2016. Specifically Division 1 and all these games coming up on November 11th, which is this afternoon. Want to give a brief apology to all our loyal listeners and we really appreciate all your dedication to our podcast this year. It was a busy week for yours truly in OC Varsity land. The start of the boys water polo playoffs. I was out covering matches on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, We had signing day, national signing day, a fall signing day for a lot of sports that I cover. So I had a busy, um, it was Wednesday with that, with uh, women's water polo, boys and girls swimming, diving, some football previews mixed in there uh, as well. So, and I also had some technical difficulties. So it was, it was uh, yours truly that couldn't quite connect with Scott this week. Other than uh, we got a few of Scott's preview, previews, and we will bring back our Trinity League awards for 2016 at a later date. But since it's about 4:30 in the afternoon on Friday, we're going to try to get out some previews to you guys uh, on our podcast. So you are. Have something to preview, uh, listen to as you're getting ready for your games tonight on November 11th. So apologize, but we're going to try to, we're trying to finish strong. We're not abandoning ship, but it was just a very tough week to get everything going together this week. But uh, let us uh, waste no more time and get to some of these games this week so you guys have some uh, preview. So most of this information I want to uh, pass along is going to be stuff that I was uh, provided by Scott Barajas, my Trinity League football podcast partner all year who I'm very appreciative for the uh, joined the podcast the last two years and uh, even through uh, some knee surgery this year and some knee rehab um, gutted out with a with a busy sports writer that's uh, not always uh, able to make all his uh, has to change his t- times uh, for recording podcasts uh, quite frequently so but let's talk about some of these games so it's going to be uh, this week on again Friday November 11th it's going to be in Division One, Modern Day taking on to Soro. That game's tonight at Santa Ana Stadium. Uh, that's going to be Modern Day, the Trinity League champion at ten and zero. They went five and zero in league. They're the top seed in Division One, taking on um, to Soro, which is out of the South Coast League. Um, they got uh, third place in that league, I believe. Actually, actually, they got picked up a large um, out of the South Coast League for to Soro. So. Um, so let's uh, see what Scotty Barajas had to say about that game. Um, he says that you know, he, Scott thinks that DeSoro shouldn't even be a Division One team. Um, Modern Day will get uh, their eighth running clock, which was something that happens uh, in the fourth quarter uh, of a blowout game. I think it's got to be a margin of about 35 points, and they'll have the running clock. It won't stop on... Um, you know, on plays that go out of bounds and things like that. Um, so Tesoro has uh, has one win in their last six games against uh, a two and eight Tribuco Hills team. So that's Scotty uh, point. I think Modern Day, you know, got the you know very good draw. Um, you know, as a number one seed as you expect, they get a uh, you know a struggling um, Tesoro team that comes in at five and five. Um, like I said, they were. Fourth place, they got an at-large bid out of the South Coast League. They're five and five. They went one and three. Um, familiar opponent for Modern Day. They played them in the non-league season in the past. So let's check out uh, Orange Lutheran taking off to the Inland Empire tonight, like they've done before. Taking an undefeated Rancho Cucamonga, another Division One first-round game. Orange Lutheran. So that's ten and zero 
Rancho Cucamonga. Uh, Orange Lutheran kind of technically uh, came in as a, the, the number four team in the Trinity League this year. The way it turned out, Orange Lutheran 5-5, five and 2-3, five, and three, uh, tied for third place at 2-3 and three in league against Santa Margarita. But Santa Margarita defeated Orange Lutheran head-to-head, so let's give the you'd kind of give the Eagles um, an advantage right there. So let's see what Scott Barral has had to say about this game. Um, he says Rancho has averaged 50 points in their last five games, headed by two-way four-star recruit running back court, uh, cornerback Jalen Red. Uh, he has uh, 1,500 yards rushing, 21 TDs. They also have a strong wide receiver cornerback, Thomas Graham, who also has multiple Division One offers. I was pretty intrigued by this game for for Orange Lutheran in that they've been out to the Inland Empire twice this year. They went out and played Centennial Corona, had a tough time, but they also went out to the Inland Empire and brought back a victory against Norco. So this is not going to be anything um, new to... Um, Orange Lutheran. I think they have a real good chance. And Rancho Cucamonga um, hasn't played. The baseline was pretty weak league this year, I think. Um, I think Cucamonga hasn't been tested. Their their biggest uh, you know challenger in that league was teams like Chino Hills and Upland that are both six and four. No, and, you know, in, in last week, you know, in their big game against um, for for uh, Rancho uh, Cucamonga. They beat Chino Hills 45-7. to So I think this is going to be a little bit of a shock perhaps early on to uh, Rancho Cucamonga. But I, in that that they're home, this game's at um, at Los Osos and Rancho Cucamonga. I think the Lancers can go out there and play real tough. I'm not sure if they can get it because they haven't played all that well in the last two weeks. Not the way you want to go in the playoffs. Lost to uh, Santa Margarita 23-7 to and last week to St. John Bosco 47 to 28, not a bad point total against Bosco, but uh, then they squeezed out that victory against Servite before that. Lost to Modern Day, got the big victory against Jay Sarah. You know, and they're facing Rancho Cucamonga, the number fifth seed in Division One. So it's going to be a tough go, I think. For the, uh, I think Orange Lutheran will be competitive. This game could be closer, um, and it's got a chance to, you know, for Lancers to pull the upset. I won't be surprised. I actually almost picked to go to this game um, on this night. Another game, Servite, headed down to Mission Viejo, the number four seed, Diablos, also 10-0, just like Rancho Cucamonga, just like Modern Day. Scott Barajas, what do you say about this one? He said, no contest here. Servite won't be able to stop the Mission Viejo run game, which is a three-headed monster, in my opinion, with Colin Schooler, a uh, senior, who's a a Pac-12 recruit, in my opinion, doesn't have the offers yet, but he will. They have a nice, uh, really nice sophomore, Jamari Farrell, who can be, can, continues to get more and more looks. And they have Cobbins, a former El Toro transfer in the mix, along with Elijah Griffin at receiver and Austin Osborne, Matt McDonald, former modern day quarterback. A defense that really flies around, led by their linebackers, Colin Schooler, Christian Lavelle. Obviously, you got Elijah Griffin in the secondary. Hard hitting, fast defense. Uh, aggressive. So, uh, I agree with Scotty. I think Mission should win. I think Servite, um, you know, could maybe catch, uh, you know, mod- you know, the, the one thing in this game is that Servite and Modern Day, uh, Servite and Mission Viejo scrimmaged earlier this year. So Servite's going to have some familiarity. They're not going to be shocked and awed by the Diablos. Uh, they played a great schedule, Servite. Um, they've seen powerhouses teams. And I think maybe they could catch 
Mission Viejo a little lax. I don't know. Mission's coming off a big emotional, you know, feel great victory against San Clemente on the road. Maybe the Diablos look past the Servite a little bit, but I doubt it. Um, Mission Viejo's won 38 consecutive games, the longest winning streak in the state. So they haven't done many looking past people. They just haven't done that. So, um, so Sky believes that uh, the run game by the Diablos will be key. But one thing you have to think about with the run game with Mission Viejo is that they have uh, shown a lot of times where they uh, there are having games. They've run the ball excellent a lot of games this year. There was a few games where they've seen the matchup and they've just aired it out and haven't run it that much at all. They've had a, you know we've talked about it in the podcast a little bit or they've seem to scheme and package their offense for their opponent and tailor it. Um, and that uh, could be a theme to watch tonight. But I think Mission's going to win big. Uh, another reason I'm not covering that game. So, another game. Bosco playing host to Upland in Division One Again, um, Bosco, the Trinity League runner-up. They're 8-2 overall. 4-1 in the league. Only lost to modern day. Uh, this game will be uh, be played at Cerritos College tonight. So uh, what does Scott Barra has to say about this game? Uh, Bosco, uh, modern day hung seven, uh, 62 points on Upland. Question is, how much does Bosco hang? Upland quarterback uh, and offense are uh, too erratic. Sophomore um, David Baldwin is a dual threat, but against uh, uh, top teams, he has struggled with a 43 percentage Complete, uh, completion percentage. So I think Bosco gets the big one there and um, they will move on in their, uh, in their, in this playoff draw for, um, for the uh, division one. So another, uh, you know, Bosco's had a very, you know, they know what to do about this. They know what to do uh, this time of year in the football uh, playoffs. So let's, uh, we got two more games to preview um, here on our abbreviated Trinity League football podcast here. We're looking at Division One. We're looking at the Trinity League teams. Um, let's see what Scott Ross has to say in another game. Uh, Jay Sarah going out to the two-time defending Pac-5 slash Division One champions Centennial Corona. Um, Scotty says that the Lions uh, will have played the state's number one, number three, and now number two teams um, with uh, Centennial Corona the last three weeks. That's because they played Modern Day and they played St. John Bosco and now they've played Centennial Corona. So a brutal stretch. Um, the schedule makers just, you know, the way it worked out for Jay Sarah, they played a tough schedule all year. You know, they played, you know, Alamine. They played Bishop Amont. They played Vista Marietta. Um, they played LaSalle. You know, that's a lot of playoff teams right there. They played Sacramento. They handed Sacramento their only loss. Um, so, um, but yeah, this is just the way it works out. They played Bosco first, lost 47 to 19. They played Modern Day last week, lost 57, excuse me, 59 to 7. So now they're out at Centennial. So um, brutal stretch. Scotty continues saying by um, that uh, you sort of talk about brutal schedule. Centennial is led by Miles Reed, who's run for 1,626 yards, 27 touchdowns. QB Tanner McKee is their second leading rusher with 377 yards. McKee has um, 2,617 yards with 24 TDs, 8 interceptions, a nice 70% completion percentage. The Huskies' defense um, line has combined for 26 sacks. So, it's a tough stretch of games. Who can go against 
the number one, two, and three states uh, ranked teams in the state three consecutive weeks. That's just like the Trinity League. It just like never ends for the, uh, you know, for the Lions. So they're going to have a tough go. And now we're going to end up uh, on this abbreviated Trinity League football podcast with the game that I'm headed to very shortly. Santa Margarita taking on Sarah. So I'm going out to this game because I have a feeling that Santa Margarita can win this game and might surprise and upset that Division One bracket. You got Sarah has started out 0-3 and has reeled off seven straight wins, Scott Barajas uh, predicts and previews, led by senior wingback Jelani Ellison, who has passed for over 2,000 yards and rushed for 1,000. Also have two running backs who have combined for over 900 yards rushing. Santa Margarita will need their running game, Barajas believes, uh, to win. If they can't run, the Eagles won't um, produce an upset. So uh, that is Scott Barajas' opinion. Um, that's going to be a tough one to win uh, for Santa Margarita, but they're playing well right now, and that's one of the things I really like about the Eagles in this game. They're coming off a 23-7 victory against Orange Lutheran, as we mentioned. They beat Servite last week, 49-24. to Chad Mayar, a junior, had a big rushing game. He's been playing really well the last two weeks. So Coach Rich Fisher seems to have, you know, Santa Margarita playing really well. They dropped a close one to Jay Sarah, 27-21. They uh, had to start off this, you know, Trinity League. They had to play Modern Day and Bosco back-to-back. Um, before that, you know, the, the, the Eagles had won four in a row after a tough Mission Viejo game. So this is going to be, um, I think Sarah, you know, um, you know, Rating-wise, is kind of like an Orange Lutheran or J. Sarah. Um, and, uh, you know, a notch below a Mission Viejo, Modern Day, and St. John Bosco. So this is a, a game that I think Coach Fisher and Santa Margarita have a chance to win. It's going to be a tough game up at Sarah of Gardena. Um, that's going to be a TV game as well. So um, we'll see how it goes. I'm looking to see that I think uh, the future is... Could be bright for Santa Margarita. I wonder what the Eagles mean, what this kind of means for Orange County. Uh, so I'm seeing what's going to happen up there. So I'm looking forward to that game. So that Division One bracket, that's all the games here for Friday, November 17th. Next week could have some amazing quarterfinals. Let's look at that real quick. This is, uh, we're kind of wrapping up our Trinity League podcast. Maybe we'll be back um, next week. Who knows? But we're going to definitely have some Trinity League awards. So you'll hear at least one more podcast. Maybe we'll go forward. But next week you could have, um, and that will probably be at least one more podcast. At least one more. But next week, games in the quarterfinals. Modern day against, um, could be against uh, Bishop Amont. Maybe a rematch. Bishop Amont has a tough opener uh, in Division One uh, first round game against Vista Marietta. So it could be another Modern Day Amont game. Uh, Modern Day opened the season with a big convincing victory against Bishop Amont. You could have Ranger Cucamonga against Mission Viejo in the quarterfinals next week. A pair of 10-0 and teams. Uh, they'd be 11-0 and then. That would be the quarterfinals on the top half of the bracket. The bottom half of the bracket, you could have St. John Bosco taking on either Sarah or Santa Margarita. I think it's going to be St. John Bosco against Santa Margarita, but we will sh- see. And then you have Centennial Corona taking on the winner of Long Beach Poly and Chaminade. That's going to be a very interesting game. You know, a lot of tradition, playoff um, tradition with that Long Beach Poly team for sure. Um, they haven't been spectacular uh, this year out of the uh, the Moore League. They won the Moore League Championship, went 6-0 once again, but they're 7-3 and overall. Um, recently played 
uh, IMG, and they lost that game 34-0, the IMG Academy out of uh, Florida. But then they came back and beat Long Beach Milliken um, 71 to nothing. That was their what third shutout in the Moore League. Um, their other losses, they lost to Narbonne, which is 11 and 0. They lost to them 95. Uh, excuse me, 25 to 13. They also lost to Mission Viejo 42 to 14. Chaminade is uh, seven and three out of the Mission League. Um, they got uh, tied for second with uh, Bishop Amont and. Uh, Let's see, Chaminade's coming off a big 63-7 victory against uh, Crespi. So, very good game there. Um, going to be interesting to see who won- wins that. You know, Pauly's the home team. Maybe that gives them an uh, advantage playing over there at Veterans Stadium. So, hey, I want to get this podcast out to you guys. Thanks again for sticking with us. Sorry about the, uh, the late um, arrival. But uh, as always, thanks for listening to the Trinity League Football Podcast.